Good morning. It is Wednesday, June 30th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Friends, it's been a sort of a big week for Commuter Ministries. We've launched our third podcast, which I think is going to be our last one for a while. We're going to focus in on the Commuter Devotional, Imperfect Family, and our new one, Irresistible Grace, for a while, and just get really good at maintaining these three podcasts. If you've gotten a chance to listen to it, we hope you enjoyed it. Give us a review. Give us some feedback. Uh, All three of these ladies worked really hard to finally put this out for you all. And I'm really proud of them. I thought it came out great. Yesterday, we also launched another episode of Imperfect Family. So if you've got some free time and you're looking to fill part of your commute with something that talks about the Bible and just how do we interact with our world as Christians, these podcasts could serve you well. All right, let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray and then we will dive right into it. This is James chapter 1, verses 5 through 8. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we certainly don't want to be labeled as someone who is double-minded or unstable in our ways. So God, as we look at this passage today, won't you use the words of James to us to help us be stable, to be single-minded, and to grow in wisdom, Father. Amen. This is uh, another one of those famous passages in James. The book starts off, it's it's like all the good stuff is right up front almost. I mean, this is just the most popular and famous lines that James has written in his epistle. So in our passage today, we come to the part where a lot of times people pull this out as a passage to talk about prayer, but really it's a passage talking about wisdom. And notice what he says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God. My friends, there's a lot of ways that we can tackle this passage. There's a lot of ways and avenues that we can go down as we try to navigate how we want to meditate on this one. And I would encourage you to do as many as you possibly can today. Think about this passage, explore it, meditate on it. But the thing I want to look at today for us, is just this first part. If any of us lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given him. I remember when I was a teenager, I think there was a time when our youth pastor was going through this passage, because I specifically remember him saying that even just the beginning part of this shows wisdom on behalf of the person asking God for wisdom. If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask God. The humility to even sit there and say, I might have knowledge, but I have no idea how to apply it, shows that you have humility and wisdom to approach the one place where wisdom actually comes. Wisdom, of course, is the ability to take knowledge and apply it to a specific situation in a very specific way. Decision-making is part of wisdom. Vision for our life is part of wisdom how to obey the Lord, all part of wisdom, and all of it flows from only one source, the Father. I used to pastor a church in southern Indiana, and the congregation, I've mentioned this before, were all elderly folks. I mean, seriously, my wife and I were the youngest couple in the church, and 
I would say about 90% of the rest of the folks were in their 80s or even 90s. And one of our favorite church members was Miss Margie. And Miss Margie ended up stopped coming to church because she just couldn't get there anymore and was really just too weak to even walk up our stairs. And so we would visit her often in her nursing home. And I remember asking her, I said, Miss Margie, how can we be praying for you? And she would always, always say, Oh, Chucky, I just, I just am asking God for more wisdom. And I always like walked away from that. Ellen and I would always just be so encouraged that a person near the end of her life, literally on the doorstep of glory, has one singular aim now. She just wants to grow in wisdom of God. If you knew Miss Margie, you knew how heartfelt and genuine that prayer would have been. She was a woman who had walked with the Lord for decades. A saint who sought after the things and the glory of God and now just wants to grow in her wisdom to continue to obey God to the very, very last breath. My friends, as we go today, we certainly don't know how much time we have left on this earth. James has promised us that the lives we live as Christians will be full of trials of various kinds. But oh, would we be a people who navigates those trials and sufferings in this long road, or perhaps even short one, in a way of wisdom, asking our God who gives generously, so that we will be stable in all of our ways, knowing clear and well what our Lord wants for us. As we go today and we pray, we always use Wednesdays to pray through a psalm. A lot of times, my friends, when we pray, our prayers are tired and the same old ones that we always pray. We all know someone who, when they pray for dinner, says exactly the same things. I think of my own children. They almost always say the same prayer. And I shudder to think that we are the ones who taught them to pray. And they pray that way probably because our prayers are tired and boring and old. So what are the ways we could help break out of this cycle and have some creativity in the way we pray? Is to put a scripture in front of our face and just pray our way through it using the scripture as a guide to pray. And one of the best places to do this is from the Psalms. So on Wednesdays, we open up a Psalm and we just pray through all of it or part of it together. So today we're going to pray through Psalm chapter 90. Let's pray together. Father God, as we considered Miss Margie this morning, um, and many of us know people just like her, who have been faithful saints for generations and generations. We open up your psalm and we see that while Miss Margie has been changing and growing in her sanctification from one glory to another, you have been the same forever and ever from generation to generation. The house of the Lord has been the same from before the mountains were brought forth, before the earth and the world were ever formed from everlasting to everlasting. You have been God and the same God. Lord, we know that when we return to dust, and we enter into glory, and we see you face to face, you will be the God that is revealed to us in Scripture. And for a thousand years into eternity, you will be the same as you were yesterday and today, the same unchanging Heavenly Father. Lord, it sweeps us away to think about this. It sweeps us away like a flood to think that in a world that is constantly unstable, you are the one who gives generously to your children, gives us wisdom so that we may be stable, firm, and steadfast all the way to the end when we will meet you face to face. Lord, as we go today, Lord, we ask you for wisdom. We are very clear in 
we know that we lack wisdom. So Lord, won't you give generously to us? Help us navigate our day today. Give us wisdom for the day so that we may honor you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.